Welcome guys to another edition of the Supercoach HQ podcast. Today we'll be looking at the most important section of our teams in the midfield. I'm Shorty and today I'm joined by Sean. How you going mate? Yeah, very well thanks. How are you? Yeah, I'm very good thanks. Um, might jump straight into the premiums today I think. You really want to get the top guys in the midfield. You don't want to muck around with too much risk through yep. the middle. Obviously, you've got Ablett and Pendlebury. A lot of guys will take one or the other. Um, if you can fit both in, then that's an absolute luxury. But a bit of uh, mention how Ablett might fall off the pace a little bit. I'm, I'm not so sure about that, whether he plays forward or not. He did that with Geelong a couple of times, and he still averaged 140. And Pendlebury, he only went under the 100 mark twice, and that was with 96 and 92. So they're two guys that are obviously right at the top, and you've got to lock them in. A few other premiums that are... You really want to look at it. Dane Swan, Ryan Griffin, Tommy Rockliffe, and even Joe Watson, potentially a little unpriced with his 24 after he broke his collarbone against Port Adelaide in round 15. And there's some, some of the top-range guys, even maybe Steve Johnson. But if you want to maybe look at someone who's not quite at that top-end price range but can still really deliver, you've got three names there. You've got Nat Fife, Trent Cotchin, and Josh Kennedy. Kennedy had a bit of a down year last year, but 120 in 2012. If he can refine that form, and I think he's he's a very good pick. Nat Fife, he, he can butcher the ball a little bit. I think if he can really get his, his disposal right on, then at four five seventy four thousand, I think he he's primed to really jump up to that top end. And Trent Cotchin, I, I really like Cotchin at five seventy two. Had a bit of a down year last year with injury. For the first eight weeks last year, he averaged 117, backing up the 116 in 2012. And then the knee injury hit and whatnot, and he kind of slowed up. Hence, he's at that price. But potentially a steer clear warning on Joel Salwood. He's an absolute jet, but a bit of foot surgery in the preseason may be a one to possibly upgrade. But there's some names to definitely look at, Sean. And I, I know you were... Had a bit of a look at Jack Stephen from the Saints. What are your thoughts on him? Yeah, he was in my side originally, um, young Jackie boy, but I was looking at the other uh, midfielders around his price and I just think he's a little bit too expensive considering he's only had one really elite year. So I'm going to be uh, avoiding him for the minute. And, uh, and yeah, thanks for reminding me about Joe Watson's 20. He was actually my captain that week. And uh, <laughs> my, Yeah, I, I had him in my side. He, uh, I remember seeing and his stats stagnated and I was thinking, what's happening here? But, yes, it's a cruel game, super coach. <laughs> yes, it certainly is. Um, I'll have a look at some of the uh, mid-prices now. To, yes. Uh, obviously, Dane Beams is going to be very, very popular this year. He's at, at less than 500000 and he's still underpriced. When he came back from injury last year, he only scored under 88 once. So lock him in, all guns blazing. Obviously, Daisy Thomas is going to be popular as well. Um, but he's only had one season where he's averaged over 100, so I'm not convinced yet. Obviously, he's very cheap, but um, I'll be watching his preseason. Uh, and then we've got, of course, uh, Nathan Jones, the new Melbourne captain. Uh, he's only 26, which I found surprising, uh, but I think he'll thrive on the captaincy, so... Uh, at only 485000 and I think he's a pretty good pick. And then there's a couple of Giants boys there, uh, Dylan Scheel and Toby Green. They're both around the 400000 mark, and I think as the Giants are on the upward spiral, those two boys are going to be looking at breakout years. Uh, of course, Toby Green had that awesome first year, and Dylan Scheel 
is an elite user of the ball, so anything could happen there. Was there anything, anyone that you wanted to look at there on those minutes? Yeah, no, you're right there. A couple of interesting selections there that maybe some haven't thought about, so definitely some good names. One guy that really has probably torn some people both ways is Mark Murphy, 498,000. You know, can he handle a tag? Can he take the captaincy? Is he any good sort of thing? Like, I mean, they're reading a little too much into his 92 last year. He had less help from Chris Judd last season. I think we can just put it down to all those factors really adding into that. I think Murphy will be right back to his best. His four seasons prior were averages of 113, 118, 112 and 113. Mm. So at that price, yes, you're locking beams, but I really think... You have to consider Murphy. I think he's really going to show us why he was, you know, had those four fantastic seasons and show us what he's all about. Oh, he's in my team at the moment, and I think he's a great selection, yeah. Yeah, I think that's spot on. And I think most teams can have room for both he and Beam. So it's going to be interesting to see um, just how many teams take the gamble on both of those underpriced um, Yeah, premiums. Yeah, spot on, Sean. Um, we might now take a bit of a closer look at the, the rookies. Yep. Firstly, the top end section. You've got a few. Obviously, Jack Martin. All of a sudden, now not Jaeger O'Meara last year. He's two twenty-two. He's double the price of Jaeger. Yeah, I know. It's, it gives us something to think about, which is exactly what they wanted. But personally, I don't have him at the moment. One guy I do is Dom Tyson. I'm a real fan of him. At two sixteen thousand, he's he was a third selection in the draft in two thousand and eleven. He's had some problem with his knees, you know, he's, he's coming back. But last season in the knee full, he averaged 25 touches and 102 super coach points. So we know he can play. Yep. Another interesting stat is in 2012, I think his average sat somewhere in the 50s on paper. But if you take away some of those sub-effective matches, it actually bumps up to 73, which is from his only, you know, real season that we can judge on. I think that's pretty impressive. So... He's a great talent, yep. and he's certainly one that I'm a fan of. But yeah, there's some impressive on. numbers, but uh, I think, come on, you've got to be kidding yourself if you're leaving out Jack Martin. He's <laughs> on a five-year five deal with the Suns. They rate yeah. him highly, and the Suns are going to make finals this year. I mean, come on, Martin, he's money for jam there. You are a fan of him, aren't you, Sean? I mean, tell us, tell us why you're picking him. What, what, what impresses you so much? Uh, I mean, well, like I said, I mean, the raps on him are that huge that they're saying he's going to be better than Jager. He's an elite user of the ball. He's going to get time in the middle. There's no way he'll get tagged with the Suns midfield. So, uh, and I can't see him dropping in price. So even if he gets up to only 350, still a win in my books. Yeah, it's, it's a fair argument. I mean, we'll wait and see, but it's, it is really probably going to divide a lot of coaches. Do you spend that type of money on a, on a rookie? It's a very interesting selection, and a couple of other guys probably on that top end of rookie prices is Clay Beams. He's quite a popular one, uh, 183, and maybe a couple like Viv Mitchie and Jared Pollack, both at 172,000. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, probably will Pollack play a bit better with his new club? I think he might thrive on it, thrive on it, and Mitchie as well finds himself at the Demons, and could be two interesting selections, I think. Yeah, absolutely, but. I'm going to really be cautious on those guys as they haven't produced the numbers yet. Give them a little bit of time, I reckon, at the start, and then if they're going well, I'd certainly jump on. Yeah, you got to tread with caution, I think, and yeah, absolutely. that's what that challenge is all about. So we'll find out a lot more in the coming weeks, I think. And just having a further look at those rookies at the um, lower price of guys like Luke Dunstan, 
he's really been well tearing it up on the on the track. They say he's got a ready-made body for AFL and at 132,000, I think he could be a very good selection. Anthony Morabito, well, we all know his story there. Just can't get on the park, but when he does, we know he's an exciting talent. At that price, I think he's worth a look, yep. but probably a prime candidate for the uh, the vest, I think. A couple of other guys are Josh Cowan from the Cats. He's like uh, Morabito, has just struggled to get on the park, but he's a quick, pacey midfielder who can win his own ball as well. Very good in the BFL, and I think he will get an opportunity this year. And a bit of a left field one from the Crows is Cameron Ellis Yolman. He's probably not on many people's radar, but with Van Berlo going down, I think he's a chance to maybe slot into the side. He's 188 centimetres and 89 kilos, so he's, he's ready to go from a physique point of view, but just a couple to keep your eye on, mate. Yeah, very good. I like those left field options there, mate. Keep them coming. <laughs> I'm looking at Jonathan O'Rourke. He's at the Giants. He only played one game in his first season, but he was a top three draft pick. Uh, so I think he's going to get some games on this year, which is fantastic. And, of course, uh, Xavier Ellis, who's moved across to the west. The Eagles, he's at 159. If he can get on the park, there's a lot of value there. Yeah, no doubt. It's just been a matter of him trying to get on the park, hasn't it? Yeah, we'll, we'll wait and see because there's definitely a spot for him there on the Eagles. And I think that just about wraps it up for the midfield portion. Um, thanks for joining us, guys, and thanks, Sean, for your input. Always good, mate. No, I had fun. It's uh, going to be interesting to see how those midfields are, are structured this year. Yeah, definitely, and such an important one that you you just got to get right. But Next up, we'll be uh, having a look at the rucks, and I look forward to it. Thanks for joining us, guys, and keep clicking back to the website to uh, read all the articles and, of course, have a listen to all the coming podcasts. Be teachers, be politicians, be preachers, preachers. Yeah. Be believers, be leaders, be astronauts, be champions. Yeah.